we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano. It is an insider look at the NBA and the culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on hot topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't miss the new docuseries Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny. Executive producer of Insecure, Black Twitter. A People's History tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change, while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there, time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Wake up, wake up, wake up. You guys really are like the hip-hop early morning, late night talk show. Breakfast Club is the most powerful, popular, urban radio show in America. Live from the black mothership in New York City, it's DJ Envy and Charlemagne the God. It's different, you know what I'm saying? Like, y'all know what y'all talking about. Thank you, y'all. Be blessed, I love y'all. Collectively known as Breakfast Club, bitches. So I'm always nervous when I do the Breakfast Club because sometimes you say stuff and it's just going to get you in trouble. Everybody wake up. Good morning, USA. Yo, 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 Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Hump day. That's right. It's Wednesday, Hump Day, middle of the week. Good morning. We back. Another day to serve. That's right. We got our special guest co-host, Laura LaRosa. Good morning, everybody. Young Delaware is here. Good morning. I feel like I'm always here on the crazy days, the hump days, the freaky Fridays. Yes, you are. 
Fresh off Delaware State University's homecoming. Still trying to get my voice together. The Kappa Plots had me, like, I had no voice after. What the hell is Kappa Plots? It's the yard. So every homecoming, you out on the yard. I forgot you didn't go to the yard. I'm so sorry for you. Every homecoming, you're out on the yard. The plots are like the thing. So every Greek has, like, DJ set up, whatever. And somehow I ended up hosting it on the mic on the Kappa Plots. Shout out to my bros. And I still don't have my, my voice back yet. But everybody had a good time. But you know what? That, that's what homecoming does to you. Because you're out all day. The elements don't matter. It was raining yes. that weekend. Uh, my no, voice we was, had good weather. Nah, it was raining one of those days. It's always raining in Delaware. No, it's not always cloud. raining in Delaware. <laughs> <laughs> you just is a hater. I want you to know. It's the same as Howard. It was Friday. It was raining. Friday was Howard. And I was there because a show I'm, I'm, produ- I'm producing. We were there. My hair got rained on. So yeah, that's Friday. I, yeah. I don't really like that. Mm-hmm. But Saturday at Del State, we had great weather. Yeah, it was beautiful it Saturday. Was, yeah. yeah, but Friday was raining because my voice was, was messed up when I got back here on Friday morning. Cause Thursday was nasty too. But Delaware don't deserve nice things. And I'll tell you why. Wow. Let's not do this because no. I, I had to ask you who hurt you when you shot me that text I get it though because it was like they announced that Buster Rhymes was performing at Delaware State which University. wasn't real that was a joke Buster oh, wasn't real Buster's so out the country so yeah so people didn't really like the lineup for on, the homecoming but they said the Buster Rhymes um, it was like the baby, the baby Vicky Lowe what's wrong with the baby Nudie. Vicky Lowe Vicky no, Lowe got a dope record the baby think, of course I think normally with Dell State it's like like I was expecting Sexy Red to be there like we normally get like the super super like at oh Delaware God. Yeah, why are y'all doing this to us? <laughs> Del State is a prime school. Like, we are the target. I, We're the market. I, I, I'm not saying y'all not. I'm just talking about Delaware. And salute to Delaware. I got love for Delaware. But when I just saw them, I thought that they was dissing Buster Rhymes. And I was no, like, these kids don't appreciate He, he was, that, that boy in that viral TikTok video, he's okay. obviously very young. He mm-hmm. was like, who wants to see Buster Rhymes? I said, oh my God. He has no idea what he's doing to himself. That would be great. His, that's a on great. Beyonce's internet. That's a great uh, uh, guest for an alumni party at Dell. Absolutely. See, but but he's like a, probably like a freshman. He's probably like twenty two. You, you know you. what I mean? Or even if I don't even know how he is. But anyway, we had a great time at homecoming. This was a huge turnout for them. I think it was like the biggest that they've seen in years. Really? No incidents. We had a great time. That's dope. And please don't put me back on the mic again, y'all, because it's been days without a voice. No, okay. that's dope. That's dope. Uh, are we uh, shouting out uh, Jesse Collins from BET? Oh, we finally got our box. Thank you, Jesse Collins. Charlemagne asked, and they delivered. Jesse Collins. We got our gift box from the BET Hip Hop Awards. That's right. I appreciate it, Jesse Collins. Thank what's, you. In the, what's in the box? Did you look? I haven't looked yet, but it don't matter. I appreciate the appreciation. I just appreciate being appreciated. That's all. Okay. Listen, this every now and then a little small token of appreciation is thankful. It's, it, I feel I'm grateful for. It. So thank you, Jesse Collins. All right, we got. Uh, I'll you. tell you what we got. We got some healthy hair gummies. You don't need that. <laughs> I'm giving that to the wife and the kid and uh, hair. Oil, you don't need that. I think this is a joke for you, bro. Oh, they got uh, candles. That's a, just a smooth a true religion hat. Oh, you know I'm about to light this candle right now. Bed brush you don't need. Thank you, Jesse. Oh, wait, uh, is that a candle or thank you? Cream. Relief thank you, cream. Hip hop awards. Cream. The candles. Yeah, we can light the candles. And it's a it's a it's a card that says thanks for being a part of our show. We're honored to have you. Thank Aww. you. More hair oil. You can't. Thank use you, that. Jesse. Thank you, BET. We appreciate I you. I think they playing with you, bro. Uh, come on. Now let's. Is start that Casamigos? No, this is body oil. Oh, I'm still at homecoming. This I'm sorry. Casamigos. I'm sorry. All right. I'm sorry. Lauren, Lauren already won breakfast. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Well, we got a special guest joining us today. Lauren drinks tequila for breakfast. Uh, it seems like yes, it. Yes, we do have a special guest. Pastor Pastor, Mike Todd. Yes, Pastor Mike Todd. He's got he a, new a new book, book out called Damaged But Not Destroyed From Trauma to Triumph, man. And I love this book because uh, he really brings together theology and therapy in a real way. So we'll talk to Pastor Mike Todd this and, morning. And if you don't know who that pastor is, of course, he's written several books. But he was also in the news a couple of months ago. I don't know if you guys remember. He was him and his congregation. He's, that was Couple years, years ago, ago? Yeah, we, spit, was, we spit on his brother. Yeah, that was during the pandemic, I believe. Yeah. It was yeah. right after because everybody was so upset about the COVID. Yeah, he spit on his brother about healing him, and we'll, we'll talk about that as well. So, Where's the candle at man, I need to light the candle. This candle right here. This, this is, is right 
No, this is bl- this is body butter. Oh, see, I thought it was cream. Sorry. Terrell Owens got a candle. Ter- yeah, this is Terrell Owens candle. Oh. All right. Well, front page news is next at the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got our guest co-host Lauren Larosa here, and let's get in some front page news. Start off with sports. Last night, the NBA season is back. Last night, the, Dug- uh, the Nuggets beat the Lakers 119-107. Uh, I think LeBron has 20-something points, if I can remember. And I fell asleep on the Warriors-Suns game, but the Suns beat the Warriors last night, 108-104. Yeah, them games come on too late. Them West Coast games come on way, 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 way too late. What's too late for y'all? I'm, them games be over like 1 o'clock in yeah, the morning. Yeah, 1 o'clock, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was, it was like second quarter. It was like 11 o'clock at night or yeah, halftime 11. starting like 10 o'clock, 10.30. Mm-hmm. Anybody got time for that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm 45 years old, born in 1978. I need to sleep. Morning, tears. Good morning from the West. 3 a.m. in the West. Good morning, DJ Envy. Good morning, Lauren. Good morning, Charlemagne the Guy. Good morning. Let's jump right in it. What what are we talking about? What's going on with the Democrats? Yeah, they told uh, Representative Dean Phillips to have a seat. Uh, He's a Minnesota representative. He was thinking about primarying President Joe Biden, a warning. And they said, uh, you know, we want you to have a seat saying that it will play into the hands of the hopelessly divided congressional Republicans and their 2024 front runner, Donald Trump. Senator Peter Welch from Minnesota said he needs to go home. And Senator Elizabeth Warren said that Phillips shouldn't jump into the race because it just doesn't make sense. I'm I'm all for President Biden being reelected. He has delivered for the American people and he is going going to win. That's ironic because, you know, people told Elizabeth Warren to have a seat and she decided to run, but uh, they are telling him to have a seat and move out the way. The unfortunate thing is, although they have all of this confidence, I looked at the current poll uh, and right now Trump is leading Biden again uh, by two points in a hypothetical 2024 matchup. Uh, This is by the Emerson College poll showing Trump ahead 47 percent to Biden's 45 percent with 8 percent undivided. Uh, That's two points up for Trump compared to the poll last month. Uh, Biden's support remains the same. He's also having problems in the swing states. Uh, He's losing there as well. They said that the Bidenomics is not landing. So what should they do here? Continue to tell people to sit down or go ahead and try to primary somebody against President uh, Joe Biden? Yeah, I'm a little confused. Why is uh, Representative Dean Phillips the one who gets told to have a seat? Because they don't say that to anybody else. I haven't heard them say that to Marianne Williamson or Robert F. Kennedy Jr. or, or Cornell West. Like, I don't understand why he's the one who gets told uh, to have a seat. And I, and I don't understand why they are so afraid of Biden being challenged. Like, let everybody step up. And let's see who has the best ideas. Like we, we, I think it's clear that folks don't really want Biden. Folks don't necessarily really want Trump. Is he the biggest threat? Is Dean Phillips the biggest threat on the Democratic I, side I, besides I, Biden? I think they think anybody's a threat to Biden. To be honest with you. Yeah, and 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 I and and again, we're just kind of guessing here. But being that he is an elected, you asked why won't they say that to Marianne Williamson? You know, being that Dean Phillips is an actual elected, you know, uh, member of Congress. You know, they're feeling like they, you know, probably got a little bit more pull to tell him to sit down. Gotcha. You know, because mm-hmm. he's the caucus and work with these folks where uh, Dr. Cornell West is not, and we know he went to the independent ticket. He's, you know, he's not running on the Green Party. And then also uh, Kennedy is no longer running uh, as on the Democrat side. He's trying to run independent. I bet you you if Big Joe Manchin decided to run, they ain't going to tell Big Joe to sit down. They won't tell Big Joe Joe Manchin of West Virginia to have a seat if he decided to run. He wouldn't listen to They said he may possibly run as well. But yeah, no, Joe, they definitely won't be telling Joe Manchin. Joe Manchin do what he want to do. So he got a strong hand. So we'll we'll see what he'll be doing. But it's just interesting. You know, uh, people are trying to give another option and, you know, blatant telling them flat out you know do not run and have a seat so yeah, yeah we all know we all know like you know we, we don't we, we all say all the time damn trump and biden 
That's all we got. That's right. all we gonna have again in 2024. Mm-hmm. So if there are other options, bring them out. Let's hear them. Bring them out. Absolutely. All right. Well, that is front page news. Tez, we'll see you in a little bit. Everybody else, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, phone lines are wide open. Again, Everybody's welcome to call, but Delaware. 585, Delaware, you're yeah. <laughs> They're going to be up here at your front door. Then what you going to do? 800-585-1051. All 20 of us going to be right here. All 20 of us. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest. Keep calling. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Top of the morning, Envy. What's cracking? This is Montana. Montana, huh? Over Charlemagne, what's cracking? Beautiful Lauren. Good morning, Queen. Good morning. How are you? Peace, Hannah. How you doing? I'm doing bad, Charlemagne. I had the same Instagram account for 12 years. Somebody hacked it this weekend, and now they're trying to get for me to pay for it back. Damn, how many followers you had? 5,000. 5,000 followers, 7,000 posts, friends, family, people that's passed away. I've never been able to get back. Pardon the curse word. And now they're trying to get for me to pay for my Instagram back. How much they trying to get you to pay? I, Envy, I don't even know. Envy, at this point, Envy, I, that's partner language. I'm just hot, yo. Like, that taught me a big lesson. Like, you learn the lesson of not taking from people and touching stuff that don't belong to you. And that taught me more than anything. Why do you, um, I wonder why they want to hold your little 5,000 followers hostage. Because that's, that, that's what they fight. do, though. <laughs> nah, that's what they do, though. They, they'll take, they'll, they, they, you know, they'll send you a text that somebody's trying to get into your Instagram. Then you click the link and you give them the password. And then they'll take it and they'll charge you like $500. You fell for that, bro. But why Yo, would you? That's, a, that's exactly what happened, too. I got some type of notice. See? That my, my guidelines wasn't right. Click this, I clicked it, and now they got my, my Instagram. Yeah. You yeah. didn't, you didn't right, bring it up. I have no money and no, no blow, the, blow the horn for me, brother. Instagram. Blow the horn for me. Yeah, I think you should look at it as God wants you to focus because you probably was driving that truck looking at your Instagram. Facts. You know what I mean? So God probably took it away from you. It's probably you probably swerved on the road, almost ran somebody off the road, and God said, you know what? Nah, You're doing too much. Nah. Nah, Uncle Charlemagne, I'm not going to lie. This truck driver thing changed my life. I used to be a knucklehead back in the day. So okay. this is my pride and joy. So losing the Instagram may hurt, but as you say, it's time to level up, Uncle. Put my focus on better things. There you start, go. Start printing out your pictures, too. Oh, oh, Montana, you start a new IG, and then you, you always call up here. You call up here and tell people to follow you again. You get more than 5000 That's right, Hannah. And put your two-factor Yo, authentication MB, on. I definitely, I definitely, definitely respect that. If I give you guys a call next week, and I'll try that. Thank you so much. Good luck. Be safe Good on luck. them roads. He, he said take the pictures. They got the he best said he day. lost stuff that he's not going to get back. Yeah, I think they, uh, I think they, um... Close the Instagram So they're not gonna let him See his own pictures They're they not just, in his phone I don't know They should be in his phone He right? also need to put That two factor authentication on Hell no Hello Hello yeah. What's up Trav What's up sorry Peace Trav What's happening Yeah I'm chilling out Chilling out We got guests calling With us today Cap through there No Ooh. Lawrence here now Lauren He's in his cappuccino here oh. Lawrence here Oh uh, what's up Lauren How are you baby I'm doing good How are you I'm doing. Also, I did not mean to diminish your guest co-host, and I didn't know who was there. But that's, that, that's but, you know, all you welcome. like to do, Trav. That's all you like to do. Now he likes Lauren. You are a guest co-host hater. He's nice to me. Now he likes Lauren. You know that, that you know that's what the people be saying. I'm a guest co-host hater. That's what the people be saying. But that's not true. It's only just non-hilarious. Stop be hating on. Stop being disrespectful, man. Why are you so angry this morning? You started off so positive. 
<laughs> but look, I'm calling to talk about. Uh, I'm actually calling to be positive today. I want to highlight DJ Nyla Simone. Uh, she has this event called Pass the Ox um, that she has been doing for the last couple months that I have been attending, and she has literally been setting a platform and a stage for artists, you know, to come and perform. And she's bringing like underground artists that you know in the industry, That's and right. she's doing a great thing out there. But and also. She's giving me an opportunity, you know, to, to do things in life that I want to do. So I just want to just shout out her, you know, this morning and say that she's really doing big things out there in New York. Salute to my niece, Nyla Simone, man. Nyla Simone is building a, what will be a cultural institution with Pastor Ox Live. You know, it started as a segment here on Breakfast Club. Mm -hmm. Now she's made it uh, one of the hottest events in the city. She's doing it monthly. She's taking it to Atlanta. I think it's going to be in Atlanta. It's going to be in New York next month, but I think it's going to be in Atlanta next month, too. Yo. So salute, oh, to, salute to Nyla, Nyla Simone. Oh. Now you ain't tell me we're going to be in Atlanta next month. And I know you're going to be in Atlanta, Atlanta. Child. <laughs> It's either next month or December, but I do know it's an Atlanta date coming up. He's now that you man. know I'm going to be in Atlanta. But look, the Taylor said y'all what happened this weekend. I almost had to put the hands on somebody in Verizon. What happened? You and Taylor about to fight somebody in Verizon. Yeah, I had to put. I had to tell Taylor to step to the side. I'm going to put somebody head through the window in Verizon. We outside. This crazy man just comes standing up behind her, literally. Breathing all down her neck, and I moved it to the side. It's on the back up. He followed us in the store, and that's about to put the hands on in the store. Oh, no, nah, she ain't tell us that. I mean, you know what's so crazy, man? There's so many mentally ill people running around right now. Yeah. But listen, I still got to defend myself whether you're mentally ill or not. You Absolutely. know what I mean? So that's why he we wasn't really... mentally ill, though, Charlemagne. He was just drunk. Oh, uh, oh he was drunk? I mean, that don't mean he wasn't yeah, mentally he was ill. Yeah. yeah. He was about to catch an ass whooping in the rising store. Well, I'm glad you ain't had to do that. I'm glad nothing happened, sir. That's all right, y'all. Bye. Bye. Get Yo, it off your chest. Salute to JetBlue. I just landed Mosaic 2. I didn't even know you could get Mosaic 2. What's Mosaic 2? It's another level of Mosaic. What's, I, what does what, like that mean? Flyer. Yes. Yeah, but I'm a Mosaic, but it's 2. I don't know. They say I've landed Mosaic 2. They say I can pick a perk. So I'm about to pick me a perk, and I ain't talking about no pills. Thank you, JetBlue. Look at me so excited. Look at him so excited. You're damn right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways I imagine you haven't heard from them before. 
Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Margaret Atwood, Questlove, Kate Blanchett, and Oscar Isaac. If that sounds like a varied group of people, it's because it is. I always wanted to make a show where one week we could sit with a politician like Beto or Rourke, the next an author like Min Jin Lee, or TV titans like Bill Hader and Quinta Brunson. Basically, this is a podcast driven by curiosity and an abundance of research. Conversations where people actually start to sound like people. In recent weeks, I sat with Dan Levy, Ava DuVernay, Benny Safty, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I hope to see you there. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. My simple solution to the problem was remove people from the scene and help them feel safer. In response to attacks against Asian Americans, Maddie Park raised over $250,000 to donate cab rides to the Asian community. There is so much more work to be done. We really need to come together and tackle this issue as a community. Support the Asian community. Learn how at lovehasnolabels.com. Brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council. Ray, Ray, Ray. Yo, Charlemagne. Gizzy, what up? Are we live? This is your time to get it off your chest. I got an indoor pool, an outdoor pool. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. We can get on the phone right now and tell you what it is. We live? Hello, who's this? What's going on, Breakfast Club family? It's uh, Jay Spellbound. What's up, Jay brother? Jay Spellbound, what's happening? Get it off your chest. Man, I just want to say, man, appreciate everything y'all be doing out here, man. I'm a long-time listener, first-time caller. Charlamagne, you definitely got us motivated with all the mental health stuff, man. My man, Prince Cree, said he came up there to your event uh, this earlier this month, man, and was just blown away. Oh, the Mental Wealth Expo? Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. Um, you know, he's really a big advocate on that, man. He's got his musical play, and then, you know, he's, um, he keeps suffering from uh, suicide and um, depression. So, man, he's just all about it. Man, tell him I said thank you for I coming. You got a lot you want to say, brother, but you can't right now. But just let you know, man, we out here riding for you, dog. Appreciate that, brother. And Lord, don't let him uh, bully you about Delaware. You know, I, I had to do that. You know, for VA a lot of times, man. But you know, if you know about the seven five, yo, yo, don't don't I'm, ever don't I'm ever put worried. VA in Delaware in the same sense. Worry, I'm, not, I'm, not, put VA in I'm not worried at that's all because I, I know how we coming. Allen Iverson, Pharrell, the Clips. That's crazy. Uh, we got yo. Guru. Why would you do that to Virginia? Yeah, do have Guru. Um, Guru from Delaware. I'm just saying. Don't play with us. Gurus from Boston. Missy, Chris Brown, Trey Songs. Jay-Z's Guru. Oh, Jay-Z. Okay, okay. Salute the Guru. We those Guru Boston. I didn't, know, I didn't, know, I didn't guru? know Young Guru was young in Delaware either. We got a Y'all got to lead with that. Y'all got to start leading with that. Busy Bones. <laughs> um, He plays for the Clippers now. Highland. Busy Bones. You don't know. Bone, 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 bone. Bones are No, the many? basketball player. He's like lit. He's like one of the most lit like new players. I didn't know that. Let me look that up. He was on the, what's the Denver team? Allen Iverson. Michael Yes, Vick. and then he just went over to the Clippers. We got a lot Missy. going on. Clips. He's fine. Oh, Bones Highland? Yes. Okay. Yeah, he's fire. When, when I get the budget, finally, when they give it to me, I'm going to bring y'all. Y'all going to have a time, and y'all going to come back here and tell people y'all should have been in Delaware. I would come for free. 
But I know you can look at me like that because I'm lying. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Don't even. <laughs> Do not. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up. Now, Lauren, we got rumors on the way? Yes, we do. I'm going to send a rest in peace to Richard Roundtree and kind of talk about his legacy a bit. He passed away um, on Monday. All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. I want to salute um, Ferrari Simmons. Salute to Ferrari Simmons out in Atlanta. Yesterday, he just signed on uh, as the uh, afternoon host on our Atlanta station. So I want to salute to him and shout out to Louis V. Congratulations, Ferrari Simmons. Salute, Louis V. All right. Now, uh, let's get to the rumors. Get ready. Lauren Rosa. So I've been here for a little bit. I've been here for a minute. Move out the way. Tell her. Tell her. Made it. This is the rumor report. I think a lot of people will recognize the voice and the name. Here we go. On The Breakfast Club. Lauren came in hot. You know, well, she, I, right? I came in telling the truth. So we want to take some time to send a rest in peace uh, to Richard Roundtree, who is Shaft, the face of the Shaft franchise. Um, so he was 81. His manager actually confirmed that he passed away on Monday from pancreatic uh, cancer, mm-hmm. which is a really big deal. It plagues, you know, the black community a lot larger than it does any other communities. Um, now, he was known for his role in Shaft, but... There have been people online sharing their like sentiments and their memories, and he's just helped so many. I've seen so many different actors talk about how much of a just a support system he was for Hollywood, Black Hollywood. He was like one of the first known um, Black action heroes in Hollywood. So you know, mm. just sad to see him go. Rest in um, peace to Richard Roundtree. Absolutely, eighty-one years old seems so young nowadays. It does, mm-hmm. but you know that's a that's a that's a nice long existence. So salute to that brother for sure. Mm-hmm. Now, switching up the vibe a bit, Kanye West is trending again. This time, it's for some alleged rules that he's given his current wife, Bianca Sensori. So, there are reports out right now that in their marriage, Bianca has these rules that Kanye has set. Now, we've heard things that, about like Kanye dressing his women and requiring mm-hmm. certain things. So, fans are actually believing this. Now, these rules are... She is not allowed to talk to anyone without his permission. She can only eat the food that he tells her to eat. She is forced to exercise and stay in shape, which is ironic because he does not do that. Um, and she can only wear what he tells her to wear. Now, where, her f- where, where did this come from? Yeah, where did this come from? It sounds like that's his, that's his kids' this, rules. This is from an insider. Uh, this is the Daily Mail report. Oh God! Um, <laughs> it's also you. You don't. What don't you believe of it? When people say insiders, uh, yeah, I just, I just, I just, I don't believe any of this, but. It's entertaining. But nobody cares about the truth and the lies anymore entertaining. So I mean, at least the clothing part of it is very kind He's a nutritionist, trainer, and stylist. That's what I heard. That's what I took from that. <laughs> I love the positivity. He's a nutritionist, <laughs> trainer, and stylist. Because her friends feel like she's being, like, kidnapped or something. All right. You, you heard what Samantha Lee Gibson That's said yesterday. <laughs> Stop listening to them friends. Listen, so the friends of Bianca are concerned about her well-being. They said that she has not been herself. So there's one friend that's like, look, we reached out to her and we said, hey, everyone is extremely concerned because you, you're you not who you normally are. You're very outspoken. We think that Kanye is trying to turn you into a more radical Kim Kardashian, like a Kim 2.0. But the difference is Kim is her own person. The so, fashion world loves so her. So she's not speaking much. She hasn't called her friends much. And, and her friends are saying this is what they believe. Yes. No, yep. she's a married woman now. So she's spending time with her husband. So she don't got time to be hanging out with her <laughs> single friend group. She's also okay? 28 and she's married to Kanye West. I probably would have cut the group chat off too. Yeah. That's a, that's a heck of an... Man. I don't care what you say about Kanye. That's a heck of an experience at 28. 
Be with your man. Be with your nutritionist, your trainer, your stylist, and your husband all in one. That sound wild. Y'all, them single women <laughs> wish they had all that. That sound wild. You can't talk friends. to strangers. You, you got to eat what I tell you to eat, and you got to dress what I, you got to put on what I tell you to put on. That sounds like having I don't kids. Like how that sounds. That's nutritionist, sounds like trainer, having... and stylist is what I that's what, that's what you tell your kids. Don't talk to strangers. You only eat the food that I give you, and, you know, that sounds wild. It's so If it's cr- true. The, the, the balance in the room is crazy. Like, mm. Charlamagne, you always see and hear the king and a lot of the BS. I Envy, hear the king and queen in all of us. You're you're a very like realistic person where mm-hmm. it's like this is just crazy and if it's true it's wrong. He's mm-hmm. like nutritionist, trainer, <laughs> protector, and stylist, and husband. Yes, and all them single friends around her chirping, ready to ruin her situation. And then when it when 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 things go wrong, you they're gonna have you on a podcast crying <laughs> about how you miss Kanye. Okay. In the group chat talking about well, do we have any friends? Because now you're lonely, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Well, look, this is all reported allegedly mm-hmm. from insiders, so hopefully that's not the case. Okay. Um, now, Jonathan Majors talking about, you know, relationship stuff. So, you guys remember Jonathan Majors uh, was accused of domestic violence by Grace Jabari. Mm-hmm. Well, now she is going to be facing her own set of domestic or her own set of assault charges in a domestic violence case. So we have a news report from the messenger. Is it the the same case or this is something separate? This is the same case, but this is Jonathan Majors counterclaim to her. Okay. So let's take a listen. Grace Jabari, the woman who accused Jonathan Majors of domestic violence, will soon be charged with assault seven months after the actor's March arrest, according to the Office of the Deputy Commissioner, Public Information for the New York Police Department, who exclusively confirmed the domestic violence charge to the messenger on Monday night. The DCPI tells the messenger that Jabari is expected to voluntarily report to the NYPD's 10th precinct in the near future after the actor filed a counter-complaint against her back in June. According to a law enforcement source, Jabari, who was overseas at the time, will be issued a desk appearance ticket, which police issue to require a suspect to appear in court to answer charges. Jabari, a movement coach, accused the Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania star of domestic violence after he was arrested on March 25th. Majors is accused of hitting Jabari in, quote, the face with an open hand, causing substantial pain and a laceration behind her ear, end quote. Didn't that um, feel like y'all were in a job training? It definitely did. Yeah, I right. was like, wow, like, am I making it through this survey? Well, listen, if she put hands on that man, then she needs to be arrested, okay? Innocent until proven guilty, of course, but she should have to go through the same due process. It's Jonathan. Yeah, like, but that's po- not fair. They said she, not she, fair? No, no, they said she's going to get a desk ticket, right? That's the start of it, though. That's the start. That's, he got arrested. He got arrested. He got yeah, put in cuffs. She got to appear in court so she can get arrested. She it's, gotta, not, it's not the same. No, she just getting a desk ticket. They make it seem like she's not getting arrested. She's not going to be no, put in cuffs. Said, I thought I read that she got to come to New York to get arrested. I from just what, heard desk ticket. From what that report just said, it was she's turning herself in for a desk ticket. But that doesn't mean they still would have to book her. Yeah, I thought they like still that, book right? you when you turn yourself There's in. There's a difference between ticket. going to get a desk ticket and being hauled off from your house and well, handcuffed in the press. Well, when, when, if this was anybody else, they probably would have got her right at the airport when she got here and put her in cuffs and took her to the, to the precinct. You think it's happening because she's white? <laughs> is that what you're saying? I, I don't mean, know, but say I, what you're how saying. you get all that? <laughs> because if, if it was anybody else, like who? What other person? Who? I, I mean, I just think you got to be. Oh, fair. I thought she was getting arrested. I maybe I, I don't. Well, I just seen her desk ticket. It's mm. because she has to turn. She's turning herself in. Mm. You know. Um, look, I just don't think that. I mean, regardless of what happens on her side of things, it's still going to be worse for Jonathan Majors. Exactly. Yes, see, that, but see, I, I am happy because folks don't ever want to hear the man's story in situations like that. So mm-hmm. I'm glad they listened to Jonathan. But you're right, Lauren. What's sad is that story, no matter how much we report on it, will never get the attention no that way. Jonathan Majors' story got because that young lady is not King the Conqueror. 
Yeah, okay. bigger star. Yep. The men, it, like, it's just but the not, dynamic. But not only that, he was, like I said, he was arrested from his crib. There was pictures. There was video of him getting arrested. It was a big Well, he's also hoopla. a big celebrity. He's but it was a big hoopla. We don't know, we don't yeah. even know if, they, if they arrested her at the airport when she landed... Nobody and, would and even know. It, yes, they we would. would be like, the press would be over We it. would be like, what, she drunk at the bar in the airport. We wouldn't even know. What you was, wouldn't know we, who that is. We wouldn't even know her. Like, you think about people backed away from Jonathan production companies, endorsements... That's why when you know when they he gets wanted Megan all, Good to leave her man. Yep. <laughs> That's why when he gets through all of this, I pray he charges y'all triple. Well, what if he's Word. guilty though? Well, that's a different story. You're right, but I don't think he's guilty. But I don't know. I was just saying. But mm -hmm. yeah. all right. Well, that is front page news. That is a rumor report. When we come back, we got front page news, and then Pastor Mike Todd will be joining us. He has a new book, Damage but Not Destroyed: From Trauma to Triumph. We're gonna be kicking with him in a minute. So don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Lauren LaRosa, our guest co-host, is here. Yo. And let's get in some front page news. Just quickly in sports, last night the NBA season came back. The Nuggets beat the Lakers 119-107. The Nuggets look amazing last night. And also, the Suns uh, beat the Warriors 108-104. Chris Paul played. He did pretty good last night, too. So it was only two games? What was last night? Tuesday. Okay. Only two games last so night. Be, well, the most games played, what, Thursday? Yes, this weekend. Thursday, yeah, 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 in the weekend. All right, well, let's jump right into it, Tez. Where do you want to start? The, the airplane uh, the airplane bumper ride, bumper cars? Yeah, that, that, this is a crazy story that happened yesterday that shut the airport down in Houston. A hobby airport reopened after being closed for several hours yesterday. Authorities say that the incident occurred around 3.30 Tuesday afternoon where two private jet, jets clipped their wings. Now, according to the officials, the, FF, the FAA said that a twin engine uh, took off without permission and collided with another uh, two-engine plane and so there were no injuries thank god for that but there was a complete ground stop no plan planes were landing or taking off for about two to three hours so i'm sure that affected delays it is a triple effect it's not just a trickle down effect it's not just you know just hobby or just what happened with houston but probably saw some delays yesterday in your flights and that is one of the reasons that could have played a role in now, that now, so now why would you take off without permission like who do people <laughs> think they are like why wouldn't you wait you're Yo, in a man, plane you don't ever jump. think about that when you're taking off though Every time I take off, I think, like, I hope that no one else is, like, here on accident. Well, I mean, they, they, they have, oh, I, I don't care. Because you're supposed to receive instructions, but, like, stuff happens. Yeah. What do they call it? I can't remember what they're called, but there's people air that traffic control. air traffic control. It's like, yo, why yep. wouldn't you listen to air traffic control? Why would you even play when you 30,000 feet in the air? I ain't go front, though. Sometimes they'd be like, well, air traffic control, so we can't leave for another 20 minutes. There's uh, seven planes in front of us, so we just got to sit back, relax for a little bit. You got I'm like, just take off. Let's sometimes right. be feeling like that. It's air traffic control for a reason. You right. You right? Mm -hmm. When you write, you write. This, uh, this actually happens more than what we think. I don't know if you guys remember a couple of months ago, I did a story on how often, you know, how close these th this could happen with these collides. And they did like an interactive map. I can't remember um, what what outlet uh, posted that map, but they showed how often, how close these planes, you know, come with hitting hitting uh, each other all the time. So thankfully, no one was hurt, though. So, yeah, absolutely. Now, let's talk about these student loans. Yeah, 305,000 student loan borrowers got monthly bills with the wrong amount. Now, this is when the payments resumed this month after the three-year-plus uh, three pause that was, uh, it estimated 305,000 people received their bill. It was the wrong amount. It was They were charged higher than what it should be. The Department of Education has identified the error, saying that they're fixing it. Uh, there's also some complaints with folks saying they're calling in, and it's hours and hours before you can get anybody on the phone to fix it. Uh, they did issue a statement saying because of the department oversight efforts uh, and ability to quickly catch these errors, servicers will begin 
uh, to be uh, held accountable and the borrowers will have the right amount here soon. So um, a big mess with this student loan repayment, you know, all happening at one time. And of course, you know, there's still folks saying uh, student debt should be canceled. Uh, and so they postponed this as long as they could. And now it's just a big mess. I should so probably open my student that. loan email. Or you don't you know, check yours? I didn't open it because I just wasn't ready to face that. Yeah. Well, it's facing you, whether you <laughs> whether you open it or not. I need to make sure facing. that balance is right. You know, that could be very dangerous, man. Like, you don't know what people be going through. You don't know what people's mental states are. You know, finances can drive people to the edge. You know, you open up your monthly bill, and that is higher than usual. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And you try, you already was trying to figure out how to pay it before. Now it's the wrong amount. That could drive somebody to, do, like, kill itself or something, yo. And some that's people right. don't know how to calculate the interest, so they might just believe that that's where they're supposed to be at. Because a lot of people stopped paying attention during the pandemic. Mm. Yeah, that's a great point because it actually did happen to a lot of people that were on income-driven plans, uh, Charlemagne. Uh, they were placed into these 10-year higher monthly plans when they were supposed to be in the income-driven plan. So hopefully, you know, they'll get that fixed and get it corrected. Wow. Damn. All right. Mm -hmm. Well, that is front page news. That's right. And make sure you subscribe to Tedlin Figaro's podcast, the Straight Shot No Chaser podcast on the Black Effect iHeartRadio podcast network and follow at Tedlin Figaro on all social media platforms. All right, now, when we come back, Man. Pastor Mike Todd will be joining us. His new book, Damaged But Not Destroyed. From Trauma to Triumph. Let me tell you something, the reason I, I really enjoy this book, man. I enjoy this book because the way Pastor Mike Todd takes, takes theology and, uh, you know, couples it with therapy, man, because I'm a stern believer that you need God and therapy. Mm -hmm. And the way he breaks it down in this book is uh, very special, so I can't wait to talk to Pastor Mike Todd. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. DJ NV Charlemagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Yes, indeed. We have Pastor Mike Todd. Welcome, brother. What's going on, fam? Y'all good? Feeling? Yes. Man, I'm blessed, man. Good, I'm good, in, good. I'm at the Breakfast Club. Hey. With y'all. I'm blessed, black, and highly favored. You are definitely black, blessed, and highly favored. <laughs> it feels I feel like all of us are blessed, black, and highly absolutely, favored. Absolutely, absolutely. Feels good. Thank y'all for having me, man. Happy to have you, man. New book, Damaged But uh Not Destroyed, from Trauma to Triumph. Yes, sir. Powerful title. Bro, it's my life. Okay. And it's honestly, I believe a lot of people's life that they don't share. Mm -hmm. You know, you see everybody from people who've gone from the gutter to this big platform or people who've just made it out of the hood or just made it from where they thought they would never come. But then they shut up and stop telling the actual story about how they got from where they were to where they are now. I have a theory about that. What? What is it? I think the theory now, like I'm, I'm 45 years old. So you look grow, good. So growing, thank you, brother. So growing up. You know, it was those stories of uh, overcoming, those stories of making mistakes and, you know, becoming a better person that we always gravitated towards that we learned from. Yeah. Nowadays, because of this so-called cancel culture, yeah. nobody wants to talk about the mistakes that they made, yeah. you know, nobody because they feel like they'll be judged for them and crucified for them, which they probably will. Well, well but it's temporary. Like, the truth of the matter is, um, because I'm a person of faith, I believe the truth of the matter is, though, we overcome by the blood of the lamb. That's what Christ has done. But the words of our own testimony, mm -hmm. even if you don't believe what I believe, the truth is when you see somebody else go through something and you make it through it, mm -hmm. it gives you courage. It gives you hope. It gives you, dang, maybe I can do that too. And a lot of people are robbing other people of the fuel that they need to overcome their actual situation because they scared. Number one. Mm -hmm. And number two is because they feel like maybe my worst moment defined me. Mm. But I found that in my worst moment, that's who that's what made me. Absolutely. And so I just wanted to come like completely clean, completely raw. I say hot, humble, open and transparent. And I mean, 
it takes also the power out of what anybody can ever say about me. I used to, I know, I, I believe you. Mm -hmm. I agree with everything you say. I, used to, I always say, live your truth so nobody can use your truth against you. But boy, they will try. They'll try. <laughs> yeah. the, the truth of the matter yeah. is, but if it's real, mm -hmm. like when you cut it open and it's real and you actually grew from it and you actually learned from the cheating and you actually did the work and went to therapy and you actually, yeah, no, I did embezzle that money, but I'm not going to do that never again. And I'm like, when you actually grow, I believe that this life is about progress not perfection mm -hmm. and on the gram and in front of people we're always trying to present perfection right. but I really believe like when you cut it all down it's one baby step in front of another baby step in front of another baby step and you look up and like how did I get here it was a bunch of small moments that got you to that it's, moment how, how, how important is a, is a support system right because yeah. you, know, you came came with your wife Charlamagne's been with his wife 25 I've been with my wife 30 how important is that because a lot of times you hear people say I don't need that or I'm looking for a guy that's going to make this much money but yeah, that's dumb. they never talk about the heart <laughs> the, the, the truth of the matter you is you say that's dumb yeah thank you for that say that louder it, it's, to... it's dumb like I tell hmm. people all the time I did a book my first book was called Relationship Goals and I have this whole chapter in the book about rip up your list mm -hmm. and I I know people are going to say whatever they're going to say about they got this list. You're still single. The truth of the matter is, <laughs> like, <laughs> the truth of the matter is, is a lot of times God never hands you a finished product. He hands you something you got to work. Right. And and that's why Ikea is one of the greatest furniture companies, no matter what you think about it, is they, they give you something that you have to put your hands to to assemble. And it gives people another greater level of satisfaction because when they actually put their hands in to help make that thing happen, it feels like I've accomplished something. Relationship is the same way. God never, T.D. Jake says it, God never gives you a table. He gives you a tree. That's right. The same thing with the relationship. And so I think many times people need to rip up their list and actually look for the things that are in the heart. You can't Instagram integrity. Ooh. You can't mm -hmm. Facebook faithfulness. Right. Ooh. Like, and so look at my man, he da da da. The, the greatest things that have made me and my wife's relationship work, I cannot show you on a post. Mm -hmm. It has to be lived out, proved out, and over time. And so when you say support system, bro, that is literally the only reason I'm here right now. Mm -hmm. It's because I got people who could see me at my worst and still think of me in my best situation. Mm. To still, like, while it still smells like that word that you said just a second ago, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. they still walking with me and like, I'll actually be with you because I know it's not going to be like this the whole time. I tell people community is everything. Having mentors is everything. Being around people that are further than you is everything right. and if you're going to deal with your damage you need that because mm -hmm. a lot of people do it in isolation and COVID has really jacked up people and, and when I say that I'm not even talking from a health standpoint physically mm -hmm. I'm talking about a mental health standpoint a spiritual health standpoint right. a relational health right. standpoint people went into their caves and started spectating on what everybody was doing and it made them look out instead of looking. What was your breakthrough moment that inspired you to be so vulnerable in this book? Bro, I have a son, our second son. His name is MJ, my namesake. He has autism. And me and my wife, we're going through the height of our ministry and our business is growing and everything's exploding. My first book goes number one New York Times bestseller. I barely graduated English class. Like I'm, I'm in a shock. And then our only son, we take him to the doctor and they're like, yeah, he's not progressing normally. He's not talking. He's not looking anymore. And he was going the right way. And then just something switched. And my motor has always been, let me be greater. Let me be better. Let me make more money. Let me do this. And I tried to do everything I knew how to do. 
and it didn't fix nothing. Getting a bigger platform, writing another book, making more money, it didn't do anything. And so when my motor broke, it was like, what's going on? I'm watching my wife slip into depression. Mm -hmm. Nothing, nothing is working. And so I was like, hold on, we gotta start working on this. I was sitting with my mentor, Tim Ross, at a Crackle Barrel outside of Oklahoma City. And I was just telling him what I was going through. And we started thinking about back over my life. And he said, yeah, he's like, yeah. When did God's standard become lower than your standard? And I was like, what are you talking about? He was like, Michael, you've been telling me all this stuff you want to make better and you want it to be great. You keep using this word great, 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 great. He said, but in the beginning, when God created the heavens and the earth, he looked at it and he said, it's good. And then he created the stars and he created the land and said, uh-uh, you go right here, you go right here. Created the animals, going through the whole creation. He said, it's good. Then he created man on the sixth day. And he said, you know what? That's very good. He said, if God's standard is good, why is yours great? Mm. Then he asked me this question. He said, when did you make a decision that good was not good enough? And immediately I went back to 12 years old mm -hmm. when I'm in church. My parents raised us in church and I played drums since I was young. And I would go at 12 years old to the choir rehearsal because my dream was to play in big church, like mm -hmm. play with the big choir, like mm -hmm. not the youth for the junior. I wanted to play and I was good. And I would go every Tuesday, only 12 year old there, and they would never let me play. Mm -hmm. They would tell me I was great. They would tell me that, man, you getting so good, pinch my cheeks, take all the little stuff. But they would never let me play. They probably had a legitimate reason, but I remember sitting on that, that maroon chair in the back and deciding, I guess good is not good enough. I will only be great. Mm. And what ended up happening from 12 years old to 35 years old, I would not settle for anything good. And now I'm looking at my son and he's not good. And I couldn't rationalize or reconcile what was going on in me. And God was like, you're going to have to become okay with things being good. And I had to go and heal that 12 year old Michael mm. to be able to even raise the 35 year old Michael and raise his son. Mm -hmm. And bro, I went on a journey, bro. And man, because I went on this healing journey, because I spent the money, Everybody talking about invest in property. You're the only thing that is priceless. That's why I always say invest in your mental wealth. Why won't you invest in yourself? That's right. Like you have to start from someplace. You got us. But that's why I went first. Mm -hmm. DJ Envy, this is why I wrote this book. Mm -hmm. this, I, this may not be my most popular book, but it's my most valuable book. Because mm. if anybody actually reads this, they're going to be like, dang, I can see myself. And maybe I'll take the first step. Right. All right, we got more with Pastor Mike Todd. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways I imagine you haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Margaret Atwood, Questlove, Kate Blanchett, and Oscar Isaac. If that sounds like a varied group of people, it's because it is. I always wanted to make a show where one week we could sit with a politician like Beto or Rourke, 
The next, an author like Min Jin Lee, or TV titans like Bill Hader and Quinta Brunson. Basically, this is a podcast driven by curiosity and an abundance of research. Conversations where people actually start to sound like people. In recent weeks, I sat with Dan Levy, Ava DuVernay, Benny Safdie, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I hope to see you there. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net. My simple solution to the problem was remove people from the scene and help them feel safer. In response to attacks against Asian Americans, Maddie Park raised over $250,000 to donate cab rides to the Asian community. There is so much more work to be done. We really need to come together and tackle this issue as a community. Support the Asian community. Learn how at lovehasnolabels.com. Brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Pastor Mike Todd. His new book, Damaged But Not Destroyed, From Trauma to Triumph, is out right now. Charlemagne? I love how you uh, talk about, you know, how you need God and therapy. Yeah, bro. And, you know, how, how, People feel like you can't have both. They'll say things like, uh, you can't have faith in God. Faith and fear don't coexist. No. I don't I don't. No, know, first don't thing you got to realize is the opposite of faith is not fear. The opposite of faith is love. Mm -hmm. The Bible says perfect love cast out all fear. Mm -hmm. The truth of the matter is most people don't know how loved they are by God. Mm. So that's where fear really comes from. But the truth of the matter for me is I've been raised in church. I'm a pastor's kid. I've been around it my whole life, been at the altar, played, done all the other stuff. And I believe me and my wife believe in theology and therapy. We believe in prayer and going to a practice. We believe in worshiping and doing the hard work. Because mm -hmm. the truth of the matter is, many times what happens at church, at the altar, in your, in your alone time with God is a catalyst. It, it, it's supposed to start something. And for years, especially in the black church, and for many reasons, like maybe because we didn't have access to things and maybe because we weren't taught about them or maybe generationally there was a stigma on it, but we act like everything happened when they prayed. No, 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 no. Everything started when they prayed and we're supposed to continue to pray. But there was some stuff that was in me that I had to communicate about. Mm -hmm. If you watch Jesus in uh, um, the Bible, most of the miracles happened in communication. Mm -hmm. They weren't just like bow and then it's over. Mm -hmm. It was they were walking with him. He had disciples that walked with him like like me and you sitting here that was still cutting people's ears off, still backstabbing, still doing stuff. But it was a process. And I just think that. Um, 
church has to do a better job at letting people know that when you get saved, that's your spirit getting saved. But you still got this flesh and you still got this soul, the, the mind, will, and emotions. And it has to be continually worked on. It has to be continually transformed. And that's why I go to church. Let me ask you a question, right? Let's go. So, so my daughter was um, talking to me the other day and she was talking about the Bible, right? Yeah. And she was telling me that there was a lot of things in the Bible that wasn't understandable to her, right? Mm -hmm. So so what would you say to a child or a young adult that's reading the Bible, even an adult that's reading the Bible and say, hey, when you talk about this in the Bible, it's kind of like, ah, it happens every day, B. But when you talk about this, it's like, oh my gosh, you can't do that. So what do you say on that effect? Number one, you cannot look at culture to be able to get what you need to get from the Bible. So, so that's the first. But there's thing. some things in the Bible that are cancel you forever. Then you oh, lose jobs, sponsorships, and everything. But it's so, so in the Bible. So the truth of the matter is, the spirit of the Bible is stronger than the word of the Bible, the letter of the Bible, and that's why I believe you have to have an actual relationship with God. Mm -hmm. What I would encourage your daughter to do is first, not just start. There's some parts in the Bible that if you start there, you're gonna be confused for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. Start with the Gospels. Mm -hmm. Go to Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Just learn about Jesus. Mm -hmm. Learn the person of Jesus. That's what I would tell anybody. Don't go start in the Old Testament trying to figure out what all the sacrifices are in Leviticus and Deuteronomy. Just start there because in the person of Jesus, he is the word. And when that word comes to life in you and then tell her to watch some of my messages. Mm -hmm. Tell her to check in with somebody who's done the studying and can break it down in another level. How old is your daughter? 21. 21. Tell her to go back and watch Relationship Goals by Mike Todd. Mm -hmm. Like, just send it to her. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you, there sometimes it's harder to understand something when you approach it by yourself instead of approaching it with somebody who knows. Mm -hmm. How did your car work? All of us, we go to our car and we probably, y'all, y'all rich. So y'all push a start button or don't even touch it and it comes on. Mm -hmm. You don't know all of the things that happened for that to happen. Mm -hmm. But if you get with a mechanic, That's somebody who right. works with that, yeah. they'll be able to say, hey, this is how this happens. This how's it. And you come with another understanding. So I believe that the Bible is something that you approach by yourself in your alone time, but you can't stay there. I had to get people to help me understand that thing. And I think that's what I would tell your daughter. You know, I want to go back to the theology uh, and, and therapy thing. I got a couple of questions about that. My Let's good, go. My good brother, Lil Duval, he posted a, a few weeks ago. He put a lot of y'all going to therapy because you're avoiding God. No, 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 no. I, I, I That may be his experience. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people need to go to therapy because of what God's shown them. And a lot of times God shows you you in situations. Mm -hmm. And I will agree. Some people are going to therapy running from God. Like, I will say that because mm -hmm. they need to prove that they are working on something. And so going to therapy, paying the thing, not being checked in, just going and sitting there for an hour, that could make you feel good like you check something mm -hmm. off. But I do truly believe that we have been made by a creator and God has given people the ability to understand. Me and my wife had to do this thing called reprocessing. I don't know if everybody knows what that means, but like, like literally you have to go to a situation, mm -hmm. you have to think about that situation, and then you have to actually think about what you wish would have happened, mm -hmm. how, how it could have been different. You got to retrain the pathways in your brain to be able to see, hear, feel something different. And God made us that unique. And so I believe it's both and. I believe there are some people that will go to therapy running from God. And I think there are some people that go to God running from therapy. No, you think I, everybody I agree needs with therapy, you. Though? Do I think everybody needs therapy? Yes. 
The Bible says that there is wisdom in the multitude of counselors. I I don't think that everybody just needs therapy for their emotional stuff. They need therapy for their finances. Mm. I need a count. I got counselors for my finances. Mm-hmm. I got counselors for my relationship. I got counselors. If the Bible says there's wisdom in the multitude of counselors, you need therapy and just how to respond sometimes to your kids. Mm. I mean, we were all raised differently, but sometimes, especially in our community, like the hand. The embarrassing our kids, berating our kids, a lot of that stuff is just because it happened to us. Mm. And we've never admitted how much that jacked us up. So then we try to do it to the next generation and see, like, and then and play it like it's good parenting. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying is maybe you need to talk to somebody. <laughs> like, maybe you actually need to communicate what being embarrassed in the grocery store actually did to you and why <laughs> you all puffed up every time anybody tries to correct you. That's real. How, how, do, how do you know when to bring your pain? To a therapist and when you bring your pain to God I think you bring all your pain to God okay the, the Bible says cast all your cares upon him because mm-hmm. he cares for you it says take on the easy yoke and the easy burden that he has trade him for that I take everything to God I acknowledge God in all my ways he will direct my path he directed my path to therapy Bro, I was a pastor. I was the crazy faith guy. I was like, yo, we're going to pray. We're going to believe. And God was like, no, you're going to sit your butt down and talk to an old white lady. Mm-hmm. Mm. What? Like, let's just, let's shout. And he was like, no, you need to cry. I mean, I haven't cried. I can count on my hands how many times I have cried as a grown man. That's not okay. My body needs to release those emotions mm-hmm. and that stuff. But I had not been taught how to do that. And just how I needed to be taught how to drive, taught how to run a business, taught how to actually be a husband. I needed to be taught how to be able to deal with my emotions. Mm -hmm. And it was almost like I was seeing in black and white. The reason the cover of the book is black and white is because that's where I was living. Even though I was smiling, it was black and white. Now, like what God's done in my heart now, how I can love this woman now, the four kids that I'm raising, the people I can affect now, bro, it's 3D HD color. And was it hard? Hell yes. Like, it took a lot to keep showing up and to keep paying for it. Come on, let's be for real. Like, when you start seeing that tax, like, you're like, oh, shoot. But was it worth it? I'm telling you right now, it was the greatest investment that I've ever made in myself. And I couldn't keep it to myself. I could have wrote another book. I could have done something. But God was like, nah, you need to, you got to share this. Because there's more people who are damaged and they need to know they're not destroyed. All right, well, don't move. We got more with Pastor Mike Todd. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Yeah, we're back. It's The Breakfast Club, and Pastor Mike Todd is here. His book, Damaged But Not Destroyed, From Trauma to Triumph, is out right now. Charlamagne? What are untransferred wounds? (laughs) The truth of the matter is every wound that you get has the ability to transfer to somebody else Mm -hmm. in your actions Mm -hmm. or in your Mm non-actions. And that's why I said earlier, what's not transformed is transferred. You got a lot of your mom and daddy in you that they didn't give you directly. That's right. They gave it to you because you received it. The way that you handle issues, the way that you go through stuff, we got a lot of stuff because they didn't handle it. I'll give a prime example. I'll tell it in the book. I had a pornography addiction. I mean, jacked up. Taking my money, my mind, my focus. Your money? Oh, bro. Porn up is free. Yeah. Back in the day, you know, when oh, you, back okay, day, okay, come on now. Right, Don't act like you did in right. 399 sometimes. <laughs> come on now. And if you was buying magazines or if you doing Absolutely. any of that, come on, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. It was robbing me and the money was the least part of it. Well, I'm going through this whole thing by myself. 
I'm suffering, still trying to pray, still trying to love God, still trying to. And if somebody's like the pastor, I tell it every Sunday, don't even trip. Like, cause we out here, every man is actually struggling with something. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm out here addicted, trying to do what I've been called to do. After I actually start going through the process of healing and making decisions and making disciplines and being accountable and all this other stuff, I find out my dad, he was a drum major for Gremlin State University. Mm -hmm. And they came to New York. There was a street back in the day. Now this is back back in the day where they had peep shows down the whole street. That's 42nd Street. Okay, so he know the street. 42nd <laughs> Street. And he said back in the day, they got here on the bus and he said he got a pocket full of quarters mm -hmm. and you could go and you could put the, the money in the machine and then the curtain would open and you see naked women. Back in the day, that was the equivalent of pornography. Mm -hmm. He said, after I told him what I was going through, he said, Michael, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I never told you about it. I'm sorry I never dealt with it publicly. I'm sorry that I did this. He said, because I had five sons and every single one of my brothers and me dealt with the sexual addiction because what was not transformed in him was transferred into us. Do you get counseling from other other pastors? Yeah. Okay. Definitely people who've been in the game a lot longer than me. Like, has TDJ, you and TDJ? Yeah, man, we had an awesome meeting for probably about five hours at a restaurant. TDJ, he's like the OG of OGs. Love, love <laughs> like, so oh. so he, we met and it was like in this secret building that was unmarked and we went up and like you hit the floor and it's like a restaurant. I'm like, where am I? It was like me with the Godfather. You know what I'm saying? Dallas? Yeah. And, okay. and I'm like, I'm like, what is going on? And that man just began to pour into me. I love T.D. Jakes. I love him too. As just somebody who talks mm -hmm. even more than preaching. If you ever get man. to just talk to him, mm -hmm. that mentorship, mentorship from Tim Ross, mentorship from Robert Morris, mentorship from Stephen Furtick, mentorship That's from all, like, it's invaluable what you learn from people who've been damaged. It's invaluable what you can learn from somebody who will share from their damage. And that's what all of those men did. Like, if I think about it right now, like I'm thinking you call it mentoring, mm -hmm. but all mentor mentoring it really is, mm -hmm. is people showing you where they messed up, where they should have done it differently, sharing from their damage. And it helps push you into your destiny. Was this after the spit incident? No, nah, bro. Th that, that was before. Okay. Cause I, you, I, I'm, the spit hits the fan. That's what I call it. Spit hits the fan. Well, I well, break it down. People don't know. I know we reported a long time ago. First off, let me say this. I am not a regular preacher. Like when I say a regular preacher, like I was bored in church. And so when God called me to preach, I was like, all right, I'm going to actually use everything that I have to help people get it. And so I tell stories. I use examples. I and honestly, I'm doing everything how Virgil Abloh said for my 17-year-old self. Mm -hmm, Most 17-year-olds, mm -hmm. they don't care nothing about church. They trying to see the girl with the booty and go eat and go play with it. So I'm trying to like capture. So I've always used examples and stuff like that. And so there's this story in the Bible um, where Jesus um, basically heals a man by spitting on his hand and putting on his face. And so this is an example I'd done three times before. And this is with my blood little brother. This is not some random audience member or anything like this. Now, this is a brother we fought blood. But like, this is my little brother. Mm -hmm. And he wanted to do the example with me so I could show it. And the whole idea was many people will not be willing to go through a messy process to get their healing. So the idea was this man was blind. He wasn't deaf. So if Jesus is about to spit, he's standing there in front of Jesus and he can hear. Like if you hear somebody about the hakalugi, you're like, oh my God. Yeah. And I was trying to say, 
as disgusting as this is, that man stayed there and he received something that nobody else could give him. And as I was saying, I said, maybe you, the counseling would be messy for you. Maybe apologizing would be messing for you. Maybe downsizing your house would be messy for you after you've put on this whole thing about how God blessed you. But what if on the other side of this mess was your healing? Mm -hmm. And I did the example. It worked too well. And, <laughs> and by that night, we was on uh, TMZ, yeah. CNN, next morning, Breakfast Club, all that other stuff. And it was somebody has was saying to me the other day, they was like, do you wish it wouldn't have happened? I was like, honestly, no, it shocked me. But what I had to deal with internally and what I had to become okay with inside of me because of that situation, it made me into a man that I would have never met had it not happened. Mm. It changed my whole view of who I was called to reach mm -hmm. and how much I needed anybody's applause. Mm. Damaged, but, not, <laughs> but destroyed. not destroyed. What do you hope people get from this book, man? Yeah. I believe that if you read this book and actually do the work that's in here, I tell people this all the time. It may not have been your fault what happened to you, but it is now your responsibility. Mm -hmm. It's time to do the work. And I'm just here to say I've had to do the work in front of people, like mm -hmm. with hundreds of thousands of people watching me, judging me, all this stuff. You can do this work. That's right. No matter where you are, how much money you have, what your family thinks about it, you will become a different person that will be able to actually be a blessing to other people. The healed version of you is better than the version of you that you have right now. I dedicated this book to my great grandkids. Mm -hmm. Like in the dedication, I, I, now my oldest daughter's 10 mm -hmm. and I dedicated it because the Bible says a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. And yes, I want to leave them houses. And yes, I want to leave them investments. But I want to leave them emotional health. I pray one day my grandson picks this book up and is able to say my grandpapa dealt with his stuff. And I know I'm struggling right now because life be life. In, mm -hmm. And everybody's going to go through it. But God be God. But God be God. Therapy. And therapy be therapy. <laughs> and and that's why the back of the book, it's a double cover. The front is me smiling. That's the triumph. But the back of it is me, my dad my four brothers and my son. Mm. This is a picture of all of us. It looks like me, but it's all of us wow. because your damage affects every person you say you love. So if you want to do the work, join me. Damage, but not yeah, destroy. Yeah, Let's leave on a prayer. Bro. You want me to pray for you? Of course. Pray Yo, for it, pray for Father, it. we just thank you for this opportunity to be here, to be in this moment, to be with you, for everybody listening and with my four brothers in the room. I thank you, Father, that something was said here that sparks their faith to believe that you can help them deal with their damage. God, we got different relationships, different responsibilities, different pains, different hurts, but God, you know them all. I thank you that by faith, something is about to change on the inside of every person under the sound of my voice. Bring back a moment, a memory, a reason why they need to make this step. And I thank you that no matter what has happened to them, no matter how bad or how good, I thank you that you can take our trauma and you can turn it into triumph. You can take our pain and you can turn it into platform. Father, I thank you for all the people who are damaged but not destroyed. Bless them is my prayer. In Jesus' name we agree. Amen. 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 Ladies and gentlemen, Pastor Mike Todd, we appreciate you, brother. Let's I appreciate y'all. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Okay. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Lauren LaRosa is here, our special guest host. And let's get to the rumors. Lauren LaRosa. So I've been here for a little bit. I've been here for a minute. Move out the way.
So Nicki Minaj uh, had to get on Instagram Live and address the fact or announce the fact that she is changing her album release date again. So originally, um, her album was supposed to drop on, this is Pink Friday too. It was supposed to drop on October 20th and then she pushed it to November 17th. So the bards got excited. And then yesterday she announced that it's going to be pushed to um, December 8th, her birthday, because Lil Wayne is dropping on November 17th. Mm -hmm. And fans were concerned. I saw some people upset because they felt like people always step on Nicki Minaj's release dates. But she got online and she basically said, you know, Wayne wouldn't do that to me. Y'all know we don't play with each other. I'm pushing a date and it's already been pushed behind the scenes for some time. So this is not anything new, but she says she decided to push it. Uh, what other dates that's been stepped on by Nikki? I don't, I don't remember. There's always a thing. I don't remember exactly, but mm -hmm. there's always a thing with Nikki, and when she releases, people feeling like other people release those days or that week, or vice versa. Yeah. People feel like she comes during the week when other people are going to release. Like I think that there was a thing like where her Cardi, mm -hmm. the, the last uh, release that Cardi did. I think the Meg Thee Stallion song. There was something recently. And, and, and I mean that's smart though because Wayne is the CEO because she still signed the Young Money right? right? I believe so yeah, yeah. yeah. it's like you know why would you uh, compete with your compete with yourself. own artist y'all right. like, might be competing for a number one so you let Nicki come out get a number one and, and then you come out you get, get a number, number one, one. yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and she also said too that like she wanted to have the vinyl ready for the actual album release which is also smart because I think all that can add to the streams and sales right? Correct. so that Packaging one and stuff, yeah. yeah that won't be ready until the 17th of November either so she wanted to wait so you know on that day you'll also be able to pre-order tickets for her tour so basically like there's nothing shysty going on like some people were trying to point out online mm -hmm. when they realized Wayne's release date was the same day so we'll wait for that okay. to drop now Britney Spears uh Back trending again. Britney is always Britney. Mm -hmm. Was but she this, dancing again with knives? Or? She wasn't dancing this time. Okay. This time, this is apart from her book. And this was actually funny. So, Britney Spears has a new book out. It's called The Woman in Me. And that book is out right now. So, in the book, she talks a lot about her life, mm -hmm. right? Her past exes, her career, all that good stuff. She yep. talked about a lot about Justin Timberlake with a lot of different things. One of the things she mentioned, though, was how hard she felt like Justin Timberlake would try to fit in whenever he met black artists. She specifically talked about a black scent um, when he met Genuine. We have some audio. His band in sync was what people back then called So Pimp. They were white boys, but they loved hip hop. To me, that's what separated them from the Backstreet Boys, who seemed very consciously to position themselves as a white group. In sync hung out with black artists. Sometimes I thought they tried too hard to fit in. One day, Jay and I were in New York, going to parts of town I'd never been to before. Walking our way was a guy with a huge, blinged-out medallion. He was flanked by two giant security guards. Jay got all excited and said so loud, Oh yeah, foshes, foshes, genuine, what's up, homie? After genuine walked away, Felicia did an impression of Jay. Oh yeah, foshes, foshes, genuine. Jay wasn't even embarrassed. I'm not going to be able to get that. Oh yeah, foshes, foshes. I gotta read that book. Why, he sound like a hip hop Asian boy. So, like, why? What? What, what was that about? You see, they call me late. Timber, 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 late. What? Look at the What the 
the hell was that? So that was another Justin Timberlake clip because once this went viral from Britney's book, social media went crazy. Mm-hmm. You know how they do. And they went and pulled this clip saying that like he does that whole shiz. Yeah. You know, he always does the beatbox thing. Though. I've heard him do it several times. A lot of worse things he could have said to Genuine. Though he could have ran up to Genuine and said, "Pony, if you're honey, let's do it. Ride it, okay, he, my pony." And then the stupid ass did, did that little stupid ass pony dance. My pony. That would have been awkward. Can I have, can he could have ran up to Genuine and called him like Iverson. Is a lot of things he could have yeah, done. In that <laughs> era, a white person saying for shizzle isn't really that no. crazy. Can I hear it again though? Please. See, they call me late. No, 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 not, no, that no, no, no not, not that one. Come on, you burying the lead. I'm waiting to the Britney. His band in sync was what people back then called so pimp. They, they were white boys, but they loved hip hop. To me, that's so what pimp. separated them from the Backstreet Boys, who, who so seemed pimp. very consciously mm-hmm. to position themselves as a white group. In sync hung out with black artists. They did? Sometimes I thought they I tried so. too hard to fit in. One day, Jay and I were in New York, going to parts of town I'd never been to before. Brooklyn. Walking our way was a guy with a huge <laughs> blinged out medallion. He was flanked by two giant security guards. Jay got all excited and said so loud, Oh yeah, foshes, foshes, genuine, what's up, homie? After genuine walked away, Felicia did an impression of Jay. Oh yeah, foshes, foshes, genuine. Jay wasn't even embarrassed. That's hilarious. Wait, I didn't know NSYNC was on Bring It On To Me. What the hell is Bring It On To Me? The black song? Oh baby, bring it on to me. Wait, hold on. Huh? I don't remember that. What the hell is that? I remember, That's that, what I it remember says. that uh girl that boyfriend's remote no girlfriend remix. It's oh, so bo- crazy. Boyfriend remix. To hear white artists position girlfriend. It was girlfriend. That's oh, I thought cr- it was boyfriend. Girlfriend. Girlfriend. Girl. No, that's B2K. No, man. I'm wow, talking so, about, um, I know you're talking about Nelly. Nelly. No, no, I don't remember. If you was my girl. So they were invited to the barbecue. I don't remember no damn barbecue they was I really didn't think that. people mess with NSYNC like that Britney Spears book rollout not hitting like it should be Jada Pinkett Smith set the bar too high yeah, she, <laughs> I ain't heard nothing from Britney book that's made, got me like no, wow this for shiz for shiz might be better than Jada Pinkett this for shiz for shiz might hit harder and I'm gonna tell you something else I'm halfway through Jada Pinkett Smith book Jada Pinkett Smith book is fire you're not gonna read Britney's no <laughs> oh yeah, no. for shiz, for shiz. Yeah, no. <laughs> oh yeah, for shiz, for shiz. Yeah. Genuine. What's up, homie? <laughs> What's up, she homie? Like Aquafina. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, that's Michelle Williams, but not oh. the, not not Destiny's Child. Okay. All right. Well, homie, for shiz, for shiz. You got donkey today? Oh my God, man. Speaking of words, we need the brother Blueface to come to the front of the congregation. We like to have a word with him. This is the teachable moment. Okay. For shiz, for shiz. We'll yes. get into that next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor 
and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways I imagine you haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Margaret Atwood, Questlove, Kate Blanchett, and Oscar Isaac. If that sounds like a varied group of people, it's because it is. I always wanted to make a show where one week we could sit with a politician like Beto or Rourke, the next an author like Min Jin Lee, or TV titans like Bill Hader and Quinta Brunson. Basically, this is a podcast driven by curiosity and an abundance of research. Conversations where people actually start to sound like people. In recent weeks, I sat with Dan Levy, Ava DuVernay, Benny Safdie, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I hope to see you there. My simple solution to the problem was remove people from the scene and help them feel safer. In response to attacks against Asian Americans... Maddie Park raised over $250,000 to donate cab rides to the Asian community. There is so much more work to be done. We really need to come together and tackle this issue as a community. Support the Asian community. Learn how at lovehasnolabels.com. Brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver. And this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Don't be out here acting like a donkey. Hee-haw, bitch. Hee-haw. It's time for Donkey of the Day. Mm -hmm. I'm a big boy. I can take it. If you feel I deserve it, ain't no big deal. I know Charlamagne guy gonna have some funny sweet <laughs> say out his mouth. If you gotta say something you may not agree with doesn't mean I'm mean. Who's getting that donkey? That donkey. That donk, 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 donk. Donkey of the Day right there. <laughs> it's the breakfast club, bitches. You can call me the donkey of the day, but like, I mean no harm. Yeah, it's Donkey today for Wednesday, October 25th. Let me make sure that's the day and date. Yes, Wednesday. Right. Yes, Wednesday, October 25th. Uh, it goes to the young man we call Blueface. I cannot lie. Today's donkey is literally what Donkey of the Day is designed for. See, all of us at certain points in our lives are donkeys. All of us at certain points in our lives must get the credit we deserve for being stupid, uh, doing something stupid, or saying something stupid because there is a difference between the three. Some people just dumb. Okay, some people are smart but do dumb things from time to time or say dumb things from time to time. That would absolutely be me. Okay, in fact, what Blueface did, I've done 
Hell, I still do it now. Did it last week. Uh -oh. Arguing with my mean-ass niece, Taylor, about some damn Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift, knowing I don't know a damn thing about them white people business, and I ended up being loud and wrong. It happens, okay? But when it happens, you have to hold yourself accountable, and someone in the room has to point out how ridiculous you sound. Clearly, nobody was there to do that for the young brother, Blueface, but that's why Donkey of the Day exists. Now, Blueface made an appearance recently on the No Jumper podcast, and he was talking about his child's middle name, the child he shares with the young woman known as uh, Krishan now the child's middle name is Jesus as in Jesus Christ mm -hmm. the man who Christians believe was the son of God and whose teachings are the basis of Christianity now Blueface had some thoughts about Krishan Rock naming the child Jesus would you like to hear him mm -hmm. well, let's sure. go to the No Jumper podcast for the report please right but if it's your kid then you kind of have like never be internal psychic connection would, with him right uh, my kid would never be named Krishan Malone Jesus Jr well what if it is your kid Jesus is crazy she would have to change <laughs> bro <laughs> The bitch is so dumb, she really think J-E-S-U-S -S spells Jesus <laughs> on in 2023 on in today's planet. She don't even know that. That's Jesus. Right. Well, she's not Mexican or anything. She doesn't speak Spanish, right? I don't know who's going to tell her. How do you spell Jesus, then? Well, well, I, I, that's a question I have. We'll get to that. Um, now, here's the thing. Blueface not wrong, but he's not right either because there's an... English pronunciation of Jesus and a Spanish pronunciation of Jesus. No, or an American, an American pronunciation of Jesus and a Spanish pronunciation of Jesus. My mother was an English teacher in Moscow, South Carolina. So even though I can't pronounce a spell or be grammatically correct, I think I know a little something. Like the American pronunciation is Jesus, right? I think the English pronunciation is he's 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 Jesus, The black version is Jesus, right? The Spanish version is Jesus. Yes. Yes. But no matter where you are from or how you say it, it's spelled J-E-S-U-S. -S, okay? All versions. Now, I'm not mad at Blueface because I'm sure growing up on the West Coast around all those Mexicans, J-E-S-U-S -S, more often than not is Jesus. But myself as a black man growing up down South, mother being a Jehovah's Witness, grandmother being a Baptist, I see J-E-S-U-S -S, and I see Jesus. When you see J-E-S-U-S, -S, Lauren, what do you see? Jesus. Envy, when you see J-E-S-U-S, -S, what do you see? Jesus. Now, here's the thing, Blueface, and the reason you're getting donkey today, you can't call somebody dumb with extreme confidence the way you did. I mean, listen to how he said it. Listen. The bitch is so dumb, she really think J-E-S-U-S -S spells Jesus. <laughs> you can't start off a statement saying the bitch is so dumb. You can't call somebody so, so dumb with such confidence, but then follow it up with something dumber. Okay, that would make y'all dumb and dumber. And then he said, I don't know who going to tell her. No, Blue, who going to tell you? Okay, Blueface, you know what? I want to know. It's a question Envy just asked. How do you spell Jesus Christ? We know how you would spell Jesus, the Mexican worker, but how would you spell Jesus Christ? And when you was reading the Bible growing up as a child, who did you think Jesus was? Okay, Jesus turned water to wine. Jesus probably turned water to tequila. Okay, no, seriously, brother. How do you think Jesus Christ is actually spelled? Because if this whole time you thought J-E-S-U-S -S was just Jesus, then that means you thought this Mexican was making all these miracles happen in the Bible. Okay? Now, this is a moment to teach, not a moment to shame. Words that are spelled the same but pronounced differently are called, y'all went to college. Mm. Heteronyms. What? Heteronyms. Okay, two or more words having the same spelling or pronunciation but different meanings and origins are homonyms. 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 He still don't know. Homonyms. He said heteronyms. No, I'm just trying not to say it. It just sounds crazy. Heteronyms. Homonyms. 
Okay? Personally, I like my words non-binary. All right? Or trans. But let's stick to the heteros for a minute. L-I-V-E. You can let them live. Can I live? We all deserve to live. But then you can say, I'm going live. NBA live. I'll be live on stage tonight. I'll tell you another hetero name. R-E-S-U-M-E. Resume. I sent in my resume versus please return to your seats. The Blue Face Show will resume in a few minutes. Then you have T-E-A-R. Okay? He shed a tear versus I'll tear your ass up. You got present. P-R-E-S-E-N-T. You can present an award to someone or there can be a present under the tree. This is what we all must learn in regards to calling someone dumb. Calling someone dumb doesn't make any of us smarter. So instead of calling somebody dumb, use that dumb situation as a moment to teach. Because the problem with stupidity is that it doesn't always recognize itself. And that is why donkey of the day exists. Okay, I am here every day to recognize your stupidity for you. Please give Blueface the sweet sounds of the Hamiltons. Oh, now you are the donkey of the day. to this donkey of the day later and you know you correct me on anything I already told y'all I'm dumb (laughs) I already told y'all I'm stupid I'm not sitting here trying to be smart alright okay well alright speaking of stupid shout to BET what I'm gonna tell you. Why would you do that to BET? You know, I said shout to BET. I'm about to go into the next topic. Well, well, you really, you really don't know how to talk. Yes, yeah, so, like... there's so many things I've learned about you this year. Number one, you're stupid. <laughs> I knew that for a long time though. But number two, you really don't know how to talk. But I knew that for a while as well. It so, felt like you were calling to... BET. Exactly. Stupid. He don't even realize said, what he just did. I said peace BET. Now let's get into the topic. No, you said speaking of stupid, peace BET. <laughs> oh, my bad BT. Peace BET. But now, are oh, you stupid? <laughs> I mean. Just dumb. Do you expect anything else? No. All right, I've been working with you for 13 years. All right, then. People stop. come to me and they say, is Envy that stupid? Yes. Well, th- 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 don't ask surprise then. <laughs> but you stupid. I, I'm not. You stupid too. He's but d- I know I'm dumb. stupid. He don't know he's stupid. The blind leading the blind, dumb and dumber. Well, well, I'm just dumb. He's dumber. No, he's dumber. I'm dumb. No, Y'all he... are both dumb for arguing about who's dumber. Like, let's move on. Is Envy like, the dumbest? What? No. You are the dumbest. No. Yes, you are. No. Wait, you what's, what's better than Ist, Mr. Uh, English teacher? Dumbest with a period. <laughs> Dumbest in the room, right there. Look, see what I'm pointing? He's the most dumb. Dumbest. No, you should have said exclamation point. Excla- exclamation point. You don't even know what that means. Yes, it does. Nope. Yep. Dumb. <laughs> dumb ass. Dumbass. <laughs> what were you getting to, Envy? Like, oh, why no. did we get here? Yeah, oh, okay. no. I do. I was arguing with Taylor, our producer, and it was a dumb That's argument. A, That's what I was trying to say. Them two stupid arguments. Are stupid argument. <laughs> you ain't know. You want to see stupid? Watch Taylor and Envy argue. That's some stupid stuff. Well, we were talking about my favorite movie, Coming to America. And she was saying to Coming to America that uh, Eddie Murphy was not testing Lisa. He said it wasn't a test at all. Oh, Lord. And I said it was a test. Why are you arguing with this little young girl about that? We born in the 1900s, 1970. Why are you arguing with her? Her point was, though, that he didn't know certain things anyway. So they were exploring together versus a man who knows certain things. That is exactly why when uh, Hakeem came home and Simi had decked out the place, he was so upset because he wanted Lisa to fall in love with him. Him and not not his lifestyle. money and his wealth and who he Correct. was. Mm. So the question is eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. Fellas, do you test women like this? Meaning, do you say, "Hey, buy your own ticket," and then when she gets there, you pay for the ticket to see if that she's even willing to do it? Do you say, "Hey, I left my wallet in the car. Can you handle the bill? I'll get it back to you when we get back to the car." Fellas, do you test women? And women, do you test men? Do you make them do some things before you give them the box to see if they're really there for you and not for the box? Or whoever your partners are. Correct. 
I'm sure women do test though. Oh, we do. Because you know, if you really about to get it in with a dude. I'm, I'm sure the, there's the ways test, to see what the size us, is before you. I feel like the test never stopped. Like, it's really? different levels of tests, for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, let's discuss when we come back. 800-585-1051. Fellas, do you test women? Is that a way that you do it to make sure she's not there for the money and there for you? And ladies, do you test a man to make sure he's not there for the poom poom? Let's discuss. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Laura LaRosa is here, our special guest host. Yes, sir. Now, if you're just joining us, Taylor, who's a producer up here in Iowa, arguing. My favorite movie is Coming to America. I love that movie. I'll watch it a thousand times if it's on television. But she was telling me that she doesn't feel like Eddie Murphy in the movie was testing Lisa. He said she he just didn't know anything in New York because he wasn't from it. But I was trying to explain to her the whole thing was a test. Him wanting to be acting like a janitor because he wanted her to love her, him for him. That's it. He was looking for real love. That's real why, love. That's why when, uh, Simi, Nothing about the dollars. That's why when Simi decked out the apartment and he was bringing Lisa over, he got upset because he was like, damn. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want her to see me as a poor person because I want her to fall in love with me. That's where he would know it was real. Correct. So we're asking, fellas, do you test women when you take them out on dates? And ladies, do you test men? Let's start off with you. Miss Lauren LaRosa, do you test these guys out here? Well, I don't take them on dates, but... Well, I mean, Use me in general. Date, you know, before you let them, you know, whatever y'all get... Yeah, there's a few tests that you do. Yes, there's a few tests that you do because you want to make sure number one are actually single like they say they are. Mm-hmm. I need to know, like... <laughs> Y'all gonna y'all about to be mad at me for this one, but I need to know that like where you are in life on they dress really nice. Like I wanna see like how you live. Like I wanna see your apartment. That don't mean I wanna that see they really living nice just because they got can, clothes. No, I'm saying that's that's the, you when you meet a person okay. and they physically look like something because of their clothes, it does put a little bit of an image in your mind. But I wanna see I wanna take it a step further. Like I wanna see how you live in mm-hmm. with your apartment, like how you upkeep yourself, like what's your you got a wash routine. Like mm-hmm. I need to see all of that. Because to me, the better you take care of yourself, the more I think that you're like exposed to, and that's important to me as well. Okay. And one of the tests is so if you can travel with somebody. I think if you can travel with somebody, there might be something there. Ooh. All right. I'm gonna be honest with you, man. Um, I don't have conversations with Taylor about relationships because that's just stupid. Uh, this room is very sad, it, and I want y'all to know that I think this room is sad and it's miserable. What do you mean? And everybody's single. And every day of my life. <laughs> I thank God that I'm married and I found the love of my life 25 years ago because these conversations be so low vibrational. Everybody needs to grow up. Taylor is full of toxic behavior. Lauren is full of toxic behavior. I, I am not full need, of toxic behavior. I don't see the need of playing games with people. Okay? Why is it? Thank you, Taylor. Don't, don't, Come don't, on don't in. roll in here like this, thank Taylor. You, Taylor. Don't roll in here like this, okay? We don't need to be testing folks, all right? Either you like somebody or you don't. Either you vibe with somebody or you don't. What? Life is already hard that enough. Is, it's already a test. Why are you testing That's people? very true, but you, but, but you still, there are certain, there are certain, you might like someone, but there are certain things that if they do it, if they do these things, it might turn you off. And you just kind of want to know what you get yourself into. But as a man out there, right? In the City Girl era, right? I, you, you, we heard City Girl's album the whole the weekend. City Girl's got men. Right, but what, what is the whole City JT Girl's said, album can't about? nobody get the poom poom except for... Uh, what, what is their the men take really good the care album of is talking about... I ain't messing with you unless you buy me Porsches, unless you buy me That's this. That's not true. You, a lot of the albums like that. I mean, but most of that, JT literally says on the album, can't nobody get this. But the album is talking about it and, and telling women, hey, you, I'm not messing with you unless you do this, unless I do that. Unless my, That's not my, every woman's that standard. That something else, too. You want to talk about what else the album about? Nope. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying with that, 
a guy might want to test a woman to see that he that she's really there for him and not for the boy. But bread. why do you have to test people? Either you like somebody because or you people don't. are messed up out here, Charlemagne. The, the dating, Lauren? the dating world. But why? But for a lot of, I mean, I can't speak for everybody, but for myself, I don't have time to go through the motions and then find out I wasted my time. Let me know what I'm getting into before I get into it. You don't think testing people is a form of manipulation? No, no, you just tested me to find out what they're is, for. Lying is a form of manipulation. Well, well, we have Lauren on the line. Another Lauren. Another, Lauren oh, morning. my God. We're special people. <laughs> Lauren, good morning. Good morning. What's up? For so, so, for so, genuine, all that, you know, whatever, gay people. <laughs> so you be testing these guys out there. How you be testing these guys and why? I don't have sex on the first date. I test them to see if they genuinely call me the next day, to see if they really trying to get to know me or did they just want the box. Guys know that's before they touch them. you, though, if they want to do see, that. See, that's, that's a test. You make sure that they so, did more for just Not always. Box. Usually a guy will even talk to you because he's interested in sleeping with you. A friend of mine told me, men are visual creatures. They see you, they want to f*** you. So they might do whatever it takes just to get the box as well. Yeah, but if the person <laughs> likes you, it don't matter whether it's a date are three dates are you got Joan Clayton's 90 day rule like if they like you they gonna be there that's yeah, why I say time will tell regardless if he just wanna hit and move on he knows that in the beginning that's like, right they make that I think that that doesn't it Hello? don't matter how long you make them wait Hello. yes sir hey good morning brother we talking about do you test these women out there alright so how I feel about the situation right is if we going on a movie date or whatever and they willing you know what I'm saying I test them or whatnot, see if they willing to pay for the ticket and they don't hesitate and they say I got you or whatever then I mean that shows me that they might have the same goal or they might be going for the same goal we got in a relationship or reach for it right so that being said I might not pay him back but you know what I mean depending on how the date go I'm paying back for now you got, time, you gotta pay him back you know what I mean but, I mean, that's a good test because you could pull up to the front of the movie theater and be like, yo, go get the tickets. I'm going to park to see if they actually going to go do it. And be like, I'll, I'll give you the money when I get back what inside. That that's proof? a good test. Let's just see if, if she's willing to even do that. But what if she, what if she right. don't have no money? Then you should I be mean, that you, some guys Why? also, some guys test because they want to get no money. Listen, I ain't got no problem <laughs> with y'all not dating broke women. I think we need to take our power back. They, they, they have been shaming broke men and not dating broke men forever. So don't date a broke woman. I'm not. I don't have a problem with that. But why? What's the point? Y'all gonna miss each other because y'all don't ever try to get to know each other. Why? That's all I be trying to tell you. You're projecting because we none of us said that that's our thing. Everything about y'all is superficial. It's about what a man can buy you. It's about where a man can take you. You know what I'm saying? Like now it's about testing men. Testing that them is for not, what? That is not all about that. I can't wait for so Taylor and Lauren to come in here with a man and just just look at you dead eye and be like, I'm with when somebody. When I find my king, he is not coming anywhere near him. Okay. Lauren Smart. Envy, I, I don't know. Lauren I got to give you, because you go in and out of it, but nowhere near Sharp. This this heathen over here nowhere near. will not. Mm -mm. Lauren Smart. Taylor, you going to let me meet your king? I met one of them he before. Did. I did. Why was he? I told him. I said, yo. You know, you know how Caesar leaned in on the Planet of the Apes. Uh -huh. I gave him a pound. I said, "Run!" No, you didn't. I said, no. "Run, nigga!" Wait, he, did. Run. he was like, "Dang, you bring, you bring all your dates here." I was like, "No, <laughs> yeah." <laughs> That's wow. what I'm talking about. You a hater. hater. I was, I was wow. gonna say I would pull up just because I want y'all to like test them a little bit, but not you blowing up the spot. Eight hundred. By the way, I ain't say I was playing. I said, damn, you bring all your dates here and just walked off. He 800-585-1051 Fellas, do you test women? <laughs> that is the question Fellas, do you test women? Ladies, do you test men? Let's talk about it It's The Breakfast Club Good morning The Breakfast Club
Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Lauren LaRosa, our guest co-host, is here. Now, this conversation uh, came from me and Taylor. We were talking about Coming to America, which is my favorite movie. I was telling her uh, in the movie, Eddie Murphy was testing Lisa because he wanted to make sure that she was there for him. And she said, no, that's not the case. He, he didn't know anything about New York. So, no, that's not true. So I just, and I also want the record to show Lisa McDowell mm -hmm. would have went to Applebee's. She didn't went to Chili's. She didn't went to Chipotle. Right. She was willing to go to that hood-ass apartment in the Projects of Queens. That's right. And she found her prince soon to be king. I got to rewatch the movie. Did she sure um, did? She found her prince soon to be king because she wasn't superficial. So you want me to go to the um, projects and just... No, I want you to give the janitor a chance. Because he was the janitor. He, he, was, was, janitor. he was a worker, but he but, was the janitor. I want, you to give the, I want you to give the worker at McDonald's. The man, that's they didn't sit courtside at the game. They was way high, too. That's right. That's right. Now. Can we go to Y'all done forgot about kissing the frog, turning him into a prince. No, no, no. It's not that we forgot about it. It's just when you do that multiple times and you get handed your behind the kiss, you get tired of it. You kind of want to meet somebody that's already... You already want to meet a prince. Yeah, or he's he, like you can he's morphing a bit where you can actually see it like the mm. crown is kind of like coming up a little bit because mm. it's just you waste your time so much that it's like we can't date for a potential no and more. that's why I think testing is a waste of time all see, that but, testing y'all doing that's a waste of time but the testing comes from those guidelines that you you kind of create from trying to protect yourself well, let's go mm. y'all do it too house. most men won't just lay down and have a kid with anybody I'm married Mika you chose yes you, I'm here Mika you be testing these, these dudes I can't Yes, I do. That's what I'm talking about. Talk to us. That's why she's single. <laughs> hey, clearly, because guess what? It's more to life than about just poom poom, and I don't need no guy's money because I make my own, baby. Go ahead, Mika. Tell me how it ain't working. Oh, boy. And some, uh -huh. Tell me about how it ain't working, the testing. Oh, it works great because sometimes you don't even got to test them. They've been opened up their mouth and spoke too quick already. Once they get the conversation, tell you everything. True indeed. So why are you still single again? I'm single because I haven't. God hasn't sent me the right man yet. I How like I like that attitude, okay. but you know maybe he has, but you too busy playing games, testing them, oh. and God ain't got time for you to be testing his blessings. Oh, you you just go, oh, you no, you no, gonna no. test what I oh, sent no, you? Let me no. take that back. Yes, take that back because every day is life. How every you gonna day. tell God take back his blessings? Y'all saw that meme that be like, God sent you your man, but you said no, God he got on Rockaway. <laughs> 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 Hello, Damien. Damn. Yo, what up, man? Damien, you be testing these women? Yo, yo, I had this chick. Well, first of all, man, yo, Delaware, Queen, South Calculation, man, y'all sound good together, man. Oh, thank okay. you. Thank you. This he didn't say Delaware, Delaware Queen, oh, but not, not Delaware Queen, Delaware Queens in South Calculation. Oh, I thought he said Delaware <laughs> nah, Queen too. No, it's about Queens. But I was thinking, I was like, this oh, Queens and Delaware Queens. Queens. Okay, Queens. Oh, 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 okay. Yes. Trifecta. Okay, I, I, I yeah. take it. But you are, you are a queen. He's going though. to UAB. Thank you. He said he is a queen. <laughs> Look, so this chick, she was going to UAB, and I'm out here in Atlanta, right? So I would meet her in Aniston, and I would test her just for, you know, I would pay for her gas, money, the hotel, all that, right? So. We get, it's not many places to eat out there. So we at Cracker Barrel. She order all type of food. Damn, it's $50 worth of breakfast. You Cracker Barrel breakfast is amazing now. Yo, she, that, that she gotta be thick. Cause yeah, that's that, that, that fills you up. You don't need a lot. A lot. Damn. Yeah. Jesus. Let me, let me tell you, she was just, she was just, I was testing her. So I laid a hundred on the table. I say, all right, look, all that food you ordered, you could just have this hundred really if you don't want all that food. Yo, on my mother, she called a waitress back. 
and say, hey, I don't want none of that. I just ordered something from the dollar menu. Cash to all that. Just bring his food. What? Why? So, so you put 100 on the table. She ordered for the dollar menu and then took your $99? She took my money, y'all. She basically tried to keep it under that hundred because she didn't want to come out of her pocket. No, no, no. She wanted the money. But if it was coming out of the order, only ordered oh, something that was five dollars and it took the ninety five dollars. Nah, she crazy. I'm eating. <laughs> I'm definitely eating that cracker brown. Yeah, I love cracker brown. She probably had a bill to pay though. That ninety five dollars. That's what paid I was thinking. She must have had something to do. I would have ate and then asked for money exactly. for the bill. Nope. She was a college student though. But look, this yes. is the irony of the whole story. She is stripper now. So some of them strippers really do be going to college. Yo, shut up. The moral of the story is when you meet the girl in the poll, she says she's stripping for her tuition, believe her. Yeah, why wouldn't you? I'm here for that. I'm the type, I'll cash app you in the, I feel for y'all. I do. My friends will be like, Lauren, relax. Cash app strippers? So it was this one time. I just be, I come with singles cash? Well, well, sometimes you don't have everything you need right then and there. And I'm like, I really want to help you. So you told the stripper, go get a phone and you cash app her? No, so we went to a strip club in Queens and I met one of the strippers and she was telling me she's trying to do school, trying to nurse school. It's like a certain amount she needs to get in. I'm lit. And I'm talking to her and I'm like, girl, I really want this for you. And what's your cash app? I want to send you money. The money that we were throwing was Yo, cool. You're a trick. But Yo, no, I believe in a, I, I believe in Yo. I'm a girl's girl. How like, much you send? I, my friends didn't let me send it. I swear I was in the middle of it and they were like, Lauren, what are you doing? How much you was gonna send? She was saying she had like fifteen hundred, like you were going to send her 50 and you were trying to hit. We Lord, were, don't play was, with me. It was you, my friend's that birthday. <laughs> that was a test. <laughs> you were going to send that money and see if you could hit. That was see, a test. You see how gullible I am? That's why I got to do tests because I need to... I just need you to You were going to send a script of 1500 I was lit, y'all. Like It was like four bottles in at this point. It was... I got to tell you what I would tell one of my homeboys. You're doing too much. You don't my have to do all that. My friends literally were like, Lauren. Like, I, to this day, they still joke about it. Like You really pulled out your phone about to cash out. You might as well have just whispered to her, you don't, be, you don't have to do this. I said that. <laughs> <laughs> I told her that. I you said, don't have to do this. I said, baby girl, you do uh, not have to be here. Uh, Lauren, I'm not knocking it if you... You know what I mean? What was her name? I, bet you I don't remember her name, but she was so beautiful. Lauren, Lauren was alive. I ain't know. I ain't know. I, I'm glad. I respect you. you know Honestly, what I mean, I'm in New York for a couple days. I might gotta go back. <laughs> you might gotta go back. What was it? Charlotte? No, it was it was uh, Vanity and Queens. Vanity. A little side Yo, spot. it's crazy that you like men and women and you still single. That is wild. I don't know if I like women. I think it's just like a you, you know, like will, when you're in a strip club, it's it's the art. No, Lauren, that's what it is. It's if the you art. Was willing to give a script of 1500 and you told her she don't have to be here no more. She don't have to be doing this. She too good for this. You like women. No, I just always <laughs> want to empower people to like, if that's what you're trying to do and you in here hustling, I support it. Well, if you don't like women, you trans nigga then. Because that is something. <laughs> I done seen that move a million times. Jesus. <laughs> okay. No. Uh, you, don't to, you don't have to work here anymore. Now, y'all gonna have my mom, my grandma calling me like, do you need to talk to us? What's that Drake song? What's that Drake song? Marvin I promise Drew. y'all no. I Can, we pull, support. Can we pull a Marvin Drew? All right, we got rumors on the way? Yes, we do. What are we talking about? The stripper segment. Like, no. we, we are talking about a billboard and them confirming that Rihanna's tour is not a real thing. It's not happening. Matter of fact, can we get on I'm in love with a stripper for Lauren, please? Rumors on the way. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. 
So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways I imagine you haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Margaret Atwood, Questlove, Kate Blanchett, and Oscar Isaac. If that sounds like a varied group of people, it's because it is. I always wanted to make a show where one week we could sit with a politician like Beto or Rourke, the next an author like Min Jin Lee, or TV titans like Bill Hader and Quinta Brunson. Basically, this is a podcast driven by curiosity and an abundance of research. Conversations where people actually start to sound like people. In recent weeks, I sat with Dan Levy, Ava DuVernay, Benny Safdie, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I hope to see you there. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Hi there. I'm Bob Pittman, chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to, to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark, more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Snakes, zombies, sharks, heights, speaking in public, the list of fears is endless. But while you're clutching your blanket in the dark, wondering if that sound in the hall was actually a footstep... The real danger is in your hand, when you're behind the wheel. And while you might think a great white shark is scary, what's really terrifying and even deadly is distracted driving. Eyes forward. Don't drive distracted. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Yep. You hate the clean version of this. Yeah, this is how so trash. the clean version of this. The fact that they couldn't say stripper, stripper? what yeah. year was this? I don't know. Oh, I hate the Go clean version nowhere. of this. Yeah, I'm going to lose bomb for T-Pain. Yeah, shout out to T-Pain. Lauren was out here ready to risk it all for mm-hmm. a stripper. Give her $1,500 and told us she don't got to do this no more. I called my yeah. friend who took my phone that night whose yeah, birthday she, it was. Yeah, you was outside. She just Damn. called she him she, to confirm. We, we were just too late. Damn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I support the girls. Mm-hmm. I'm always in power. No, right. Listen, whatever you call it, I support <laughs> oh you in your community. God. Well, let's get to the rumors. Let's go. Lauren Rosa. So I've been here for a little bit. I've been here for a little bit. This is the rumor report. I think a lot of people will recognize the voice and the name. Here we, we go. On the Breakfast Club. Lauren came in hot. You know, Didn't I, right? I came in telling the truth. So for everybody who was excited like me, and we thought we were gonna get some new Rihanna music in a tour, completely no. false. Dang. Completely false. 
according to Billboard. So Billboard confirmed with a very high level source uh, that there was no deal between Rihanna and Live Nation for an upcoming tour. Uh, that source further added that the $39 million payment on the deal sounded made up. Mm-hmm. That is a little bit low for Rihanna you for think? two albums and the tours. Like, yeah, what? think. Um, yeah, no venues have been contacted to hold any dates. This is just not true, and it really breaks my heart. Where did, where did they get this information from, though? They the made same it seem way like y'all get all y'all information from, man. Nobody cares about the truth and the lies more entertaining. Facts. I'm about to make up two rumors a day and sh- ship out to the internet. <laughs> oh <my laughs> just to sit back and watch everybody talk You already about started one with me and the shipper. <laughs> now, that was no, true. that was you. And my family. That was I, all you. Mm. That was you. You gave us that story. No, but you... And you went high. 1500 Yeah, that's a lot of money. First of all, I don't even know. Honestly, I'm Big trying to figure tricky. out... Where what, Big trick what, 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 what? That's like rent Why would I ever She must have been fine That's why You got her Instagram No I, no, I don't I don't know I she just said she about to go back tonight mm. I just fell for her mm. But they In this conversation It was pointed out that In 2016 When Rihanna did the anti-tour mm-hmm. That tour alone Made 110 million dollars In sales So mm. People should have People should have knew But You just never know the deals They could have did something Where they gave her A market share Percentage share Or something like that We don't know but Man, It's Rihanna Even with all that She still would have been worth it. Y'all ain't got enough money To pull Rihanna Away from them churn Okay Rihanna got two churn At the house right now Rihanna probably breastfeeding She ain't got time for this Billionaire liquid gold Alright What the hell Y'all ain't got enough money For Riri I don't really care about the tours not happening, but I do want to hear some music. Like, I, I, mean, just, I don't got to do nothing for me the rest of her life. I, she don't got to do nothing for nobody. She gave you all the Fenty in the world. I know my shade 420. Do you know your shade, Lauren? I do, but That's not off right. the top. Actually, I think I might have it in my bag because I do my makeup in the car today. That's all I'm saying. That's what she gave us enough. What more? What more do you want from me? <laughs> Well, speaking of the music girls, Beyonce just announced a new perfume. So the Renaissance tour is over. Um, the film will be in theater soon. And now, in the meantime, she's re- uh, releasing this perfume called Sea Noir. So this is her third perfume. The perfume is available at uh, perfume.beyonce.com. So it's a 1.7 ounce bottle. It's going for $160. Beyonce is just not letting up on us. She's she just dropping. I know she has like the hair products coming out. Mm-hmm. She did that couture line. Here for it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Here for it. I wonder what it smells like. There are guys that I feel like that about too. Like they're oh, super okay. rich people that's just like, I wonder what they wear. Like what's well, guys, their day to day? Go around smelling people. You think we joke Elon, Elon Musk. I would love to know what cologne he wears. Really? Yeah, he's so rich. It's like, I what do you spend smell your money nobody on? Nobody last name Musk. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm You got to cut this out. Oh my gosh. Well, uh, O.J. Simpson, this is one person I don't think I want to get that close to the smell. Um, he, he spoke out on the uh, Taylor Swift and Brittany Mahomes viral handshake chest bump thing that happened at the uh, Chiefs Chargers game. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was a co-host on um, Cam and Mace. It is yeah, what it is. It is what it is. Can I get there? I'm sorry. I'm glad y'all are excited for the rumors. <laughs> he was a co-host on It Is What It Is with um, Cameron and Mace and Treasure. Um, and they, they asked him, did he see that chest bump situation and what he mm-hmm. thought about it? And here's how he responded. Oh, did you see where Brittany <laughs> Mahomes and um, um, Taylor Swift chest bump? Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> what did you think of that? Other, I didn't know who the other girl was, but hey, I thought it was uh, interesting. You know, just like <laughs> you, I would think the same thing you were thinking. <laughs> The other girl was Mahomes' wife, by the way. The bombolas were sitting each other, you know. Little turn on. Little turn on. 
What did he say? Them he two- said the boulders were hitting each other. It was a little bit of a turn on. I watched it. It didn't do anything for me. I did y'all see it? That man had to learn about lusting after the white women. I was thinking about and, that. And that's another thing, too. If I was Taylor Swift, I would be... That's Scared? his type. Nervous? Bro. Taylor Swift got enough security. Knew, she got secret service security, damn near. They knew who to ask about blind women, didn't they? Mm. <laughs> All right, so do we have time for one more or no? No, we don't, right? No, we're good? Yeah, we'll come back. Well... That That's is your rumor report. Thank you, Lauren LaRosa. All right, we got the People's Choice Mix It Don't Move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Lauren LaRosa is here. She'll now, be back tomorrow, too. That's right. And we got a shout to uh, Pastor Mike Todd for joining us this morning. Salute to Pastor Mike Todd. Make sure you go get his book, man. It's called Damage But Not Destroyed From Trauma to Triumph. Trauma to Triumph. I love it because, you know, uh, I love the way he blends theology with therapy. Because I tell y'all all the time, you need God and therapy. That's right. Mm. No, Lauren, yes. Brown Girl Grinding. I see y'all got some new merch and stuff. Yeah, we just dropped. Well, we didn't just drop it, but we're pushing the leather jersey dresses that I wore up here. Mm-hmm. And what we've started doing is if you're in the Delaware area... Delaware again, don't do that. Mm-hmm. At our headquarters, we now have a store, a merch store. People always ask me, wow. close to home, can they come and buy stuff in person so they don't have to wait for the pickup? 300 West 9th Street in Wilmington, Delaware. And we are doing other brands on consignment. Right now, we have a brand in there called Leah. And if you want your brand to have a store, I understand overhead is a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, come talk to us. Let's figure out how we can get you in our windows. And y'all can shop Bronco Grinding as well, too. All, all the strippers have been you know, hitting us on social media asking, can they have some of those uh, leather dresses? Can you bring them to the strip club? And they, heard, and they heard you tricking heavy, so they was, you know, I don't reaching trick. out. I, I empower women. I love empower women, especially black women, but I don't trick. I agree. All right. <laughs> oh my God. But when we come back, we got the positive. <laughs> oh my God. Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. It's time to get up out of here. Charlemagne, you got a positive note? Yes. Uh, I just want to remind people, man, to make sure to go out there and pre order my man Doug Melville's book, Invisible Generals. Uh, it is the perfect gift for Veterans Day. It tells the amazing true story of America's first black generals, Benjamin O. Davis Sr. and Jr., a father and son who helped integrate the American military and create the famous Tuskegee Airmen. It is the next release off my book in print black privilege publishing with simon and schuster man it is in stores november 7th uh that is the week of veterans day but you can pre-order it now i right? salute to my guy doug melville i'm sure he'll be up here uh to discuss invisible generals with us when it when it, when it comes out all right and the positive note is simply this mm-hmm. wrong place wrong time is real i want to thank god every time i was either late early I changed my mind last minute. Believe in divine misdirection always. Amen. Breakfast club, bitches! We all finished or y'all done? Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFem.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. 
Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there.